The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. But first, this Thursday is going to mark uh, two months since a devastating earthquake hit Turkey and Syria, killing almost 60,000 people. Works are continuing in the region where 1.6 million people are now living in tented accommodation due to the damage. UNICEF are working in the area and have so far reached 400,000 in the area but are aiming to help 3 million people. Our own Kira Kelly is in Turkey looking at some of the work being done by UNICEF and she joins me now. Kira, how are you? What are you seeing Hi. there? Um, it's quite shocking, Bobby, to be honest. Like, I, I'd love to come on and be all professional and reporterish, but, uh, you know, I'm a little shook myself from, from the day that we've had. We, to give you a sense of where we are, we, we, we traveled to, today to a, a town called Hatay and we flew to Istanbul. We took a flight an hour and a half beyond Istanbul and then we drove two and a half hours beyond that. So we're wow. about 40 kilometers maybe from the Syrian border. Um, and this is this is the quake zone. This is where the the the, the center of the earthquake hit, and you know you you see it on the news and like you see it on telly, but then you walk through it and it is uh, it's completely different. It, uh, the best way I have of describing it is is Hatay was a, a kind of an industrialized, quite modern, um, you know, reasonably well off, middle class sort of city right. with you know apartment blocks and office buildings same as you would see it part of it reminded me of you know the N11 if you're driving out past Gallop and Green and all the apartment blocks along that kind of stretch yeah. it looks a bit like that right but they're all gone they're all in rubble they're all collapsed and and you're you're walking and you're driving on roads full of pockmarks and pit holes and and you're literally looking at buildings you can see straight through them there's massive holes if they are standing like almost all the buildings the majority of the buildings here are structurally unsound now so 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 people won't go into them so so people are in tents everywhere and there are tents in camps, but then people just have tents outside, outside their home, on in their garden. Like on the one the point, 1.6 million people yeah. living in tents. Like, just I'm uh, even it, trying to get my head around that. Well, well, exactly. Uh, and you know, there are 811,000 children refugees, child refugees. There's 1.2 million children live in Ireland, Bobby. So that's like two out of three of every child in Ireland yeah. living in a tent. Uh, and and it's, it's it's warmed up. That's that's a really big bonus to them now. It's warmed up. It has been icy, snow, freezing temperatures. And if you saw, like we went, the Hatai you mentioned, it, it's got a kind of a, a bazaar, like a market, like you might have seen in, in, in towns in Turkey, you might have visited on, on your holidays. Quite a, quite a bustling yeah. kind of historical centre. And it is a wasteland. It is just sort of stalls with roofs collapsed around them and you can see it's like I don't I don't know how to describe it it's like the last of us or 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 planet of the apes or something because you, you you've arrived into a place where people clearly used to live used to work used to meet used to have normal lives and what you're seeing is the devastation handbags in the rubble i was walking through a, a, an area earlier of just pure destroyed rubble and i saw a shiny thing and i picked it up and it was the little glass charm or bobble that hangs off the bottom of a chandelier. I was walking where somebody's living room had been and I was walking through just destroyed ground and it is as shocking as you can imagine it to be. You visited a refugee camp, Kira. What sort of work are UNICEF doing out there? 
in fairness to UNICEF, they're doing fantastic work. Yes, we, 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 we visited two refugee camps today and they're delivering a series of programs. Um, but I'll let you have a listen t- to John. John is, is the communications officer from UNICEF here. This is John, and I'm working as the communication officer for UNICEF Turkey Country Office. Okay. John, we are here in this camp. This is the second of the camps we visited today. It's a smaller camp. What kind of work goes on here? So there are different initiatives of UNICEF that we can see. So we have just been to UNICEF Child Friendly Space, where we have seen a psychosocial support and a class so children can get back to the normalcy. So what we are trying to do here is make them sure make sure that they go back to the normal so they can they can manage uh, their trauma what they have seen so this is one uh, bit of the work and earlier we have been to a classroom uh, that we are providing the education back and this is a very important child protection work and for children to go back to school it doesn't only mean education. It's also a mean to protect yeah. them. So when they're in school, when they're in classroom, not only they go back to their normalcy, but also they are protected from different kinds of risks. And also they continue with their education so that they can thrive. I see a lot of stuff going on here. There's obviously showers and, and the wash program. There is food. There is education. There's psychosocial supports. There's a lot of different aspects to what the humanitarian response is delivering to the mm-hmm. people who've been displaced. That's correct. And uh, we are working for children and they have all those different needs. And when we are responding to a crisis, we have to make sure that all of all different kinds of needs are met. Uh, this is, as you very rightly said, this goes from wash till education. So we, there is a big spectrum. So we try to make sure with partners that all different needs of those children are being met. And it's a massive undertaking, clearly. I mean, there are, uh, I think it's over 800,000 displaced children out of 5 million children in this region. In terms of funding, what does UNICEF need? So we just made an appeal and we clearly need uh, $196 million. That's the uh, appeal that the... um, flash appeal that we have uh, started and obviously we need international community to be aware uh, of this need and funding is needed yes but I think this is the, not the only thing we, we need thanks to you guys and I think we need to make sure that the stories of these people are heard because this is beyond numbers as we've also uh, talked earlier so each and every single story uh, is beyond numbers so uh, we need those stories is out and we need those stories to be heard by international community. John, thank you for talking to News Talk. Thank you so much, Kira. Kira, you spoke to some of the children, is that right? Yeah, we did. And and some of the children actually speak English um, and some of the children we spoke through uh, translators too. And and they were kind of incredible, Bobby. Like like they're clearly without wanting to be stand and patronizing, they're clearly traumatized, but they show such resilience and they're still such normal children in that they're you know yeah. they're 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 mischievous and 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 they're excited to see somebody new but you know they're living in the most basic of accommodation they're living you know with with very little and they've lost so much they've lost their homes and many of them have lost many members of their family so it it it's profoundly affecting and you can you know you can tell the kids the kids have they've had a difficult time it's quite clear 
Yeah. Now, you're not traveling alone. I believe Kathy Kelly, one of UNICEF's ambassadors, is with you. Is that right? Yeah, she is. And she's fantastic. And I had a little chat with her earlier. Kathy Kelly, you are an ambassador for UNICEF. And we are here in Hatay in the refugee camp. There's about a thousand people living in this camp, uh, 450 children. It's very affecting being here, isn't it? It's it's heartbreaking. It's amazing the work that's been done with UNICEF, the Turkish government, um, the Turkish Red Crescent. So much incredible work has been done, but it's it is heartbreaking. I was just in a class of 16 and 17 year olds, and I was asking them with an interpreter what they would like to do, and these beautiful, lovely faces looking up at me, and they're going, "We're just living in the moment," and. A couple of them said what they wanted to do. One wants to be a physicist, this beautiful boy. But they, their lives have been turned upside down. I mean, we've seen the devastation. Yeah. Their lives have been turned upside down. Living in the future is all they can think about. Why did you want to get involved in this, Cathy? I've been involved with UNICEF for 17 years. And it's. I think once you get involved, you see the amazing work UNICEF does. We work in 198 countries. It's non-political. It's about helping uh, children, no child left behind. And when you you come here and you see the work that's been done with uh, psychosocial support, children who are traumatised, with tents, with the the WASH programme, you know, you just can't help but wanting to be a part of that. But it's, it's so humbling to see the work on the ground. Okay, well, uh, thank you for that report, Kira. Be well, be safe. Uh, and you're go- I know you're going to be updating the station uh, over the next few days about what's happening on the ground out there. So thanks a million and be safe, yeah? Thanks, Bobby. I think we're on News Talk Breakfast in the morning as well. And I think there are reports coming throughout the week. But uh, listen, thank you. And uh, and if anyone wants to donate to UNICEF, they would be massively, massively appreciative. Okay. It is an uphill struggle here. There's no two ways about it. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kieran. As I say, be safe and be well. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.